0: Ah, the beauty of nature all around you, the fresh air, and days and days of meditative rest far away from civilization ahead of you. But you've been walking for quite some time to get this far, and now it's time to set up camp. The woods around are dense, and there's no suitable place to put up your tent. Then, you notice a nice green patch completely devoid of trees and only sprinkled with some low-growing bushes. Well, you go there, smug about your find, and get to work on the tent. The ground is unusually soft and smooth, but that doesn't bother you too much. All the better! The pegs go into the soil like a knife into butter. By the time you're done, it's dark already, so you get inside the tent and crawl into your cozy sleeping bag. You wake up from a creepy feeling that something's not right. You feel wet… You start wriggling inside your bag, and yes, it's almost completely soaked from below. You rush out of the tent as quickly as you can, and see that it's started to sink into the ground. Turns out, you've set up camp on a swamp. And you've been lucky too. Swamps aren't always obvious. Sometimes you won't even see them until you're knee-deep in muck and trouble. Getting out of there can be tricky as well. The moss and roots create a soft padding that's slowly pulling you under. And when you try to raise your feet, you might end up without your boots. Telling a forest swamp is fairly... Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Easy when you know what to look for. If you're in a dense thicket and see a lush, sunlit glade where nothing but moss and an occasional bush grows, chances are high it's a swamp. You can also check it by stepping lightly on this serene ground. If it feels springy, better stay away. One other thing the swamp can be dangerous for is, surprisingly, a forest fire. If you stay too close to a swamp and start a campfire, it might catch on, especially if there's a strong wind. Swamps and marshes are chock full of tar hidden underneath the layers of water and moss. When it starts to burn, extinguishing it is nearly impossible. Always keep a safe distance from any swamp before starting a campfire. Another common mistake while breaking camp in the wild is not looking up. Let's say you found some solid ground to put up the tent, cleared it from all the nasty cones and stones, and made sure there aren't any ant hills close by. You don't want anything to creep inside your sleeping bag at night, do you? The spot you've chosen is perfect and the tree your tent is leaning to protects you from the wind and rain. You set up for the night, turning off your camping light, and suddenly, your tent is thrashing as if a wild beast has attacked you. Bewildered, you scrambled out and see a huge branch has fallen on top of your tent. The worst thing about this is that you would have seen it coming if only you'd looked up before setting up camp. Half-broken and rotten branches are easy to spot, and it's never a good idea to put your tent straight beneath them. Such a thing can break off at any moment, and you'll be lucky if it doesn't tear your tent and harm you. You know, crunch. Dozens of tourists make this mistake every year and often pay dearly for it. Looking up will also help you make sure there are no wasp nests or spider nets above you. These might prove even worse than a branch, because wasps don't like to be disturbed, and spiders may turn out to be venomous. Now, if you see a beautiful river and decide to break camp on its banks, pay special attention to where exactly you put up your tent as well. If you stay too close to the water, especially in spring or fall, chances are you'll find yourself afloat in the middle of the night. Always check the weather forecast for the day and the night after. If there's a chance of rain, better stay away from any bodies of water, especially rivers. The rain might raise the water level in it and make it burst its banks, drowning your little camp and ruining your vacation. But even if you're far from water, rain could spoil it for you. Say you're once again deep in the forest and tree crowns are protecting you from the weather. Precipitation still gets to the forest floor, but at least it's not as bad as in the open. The next night, when you set up camp in another place, you feel the ground is soft and springy. It's not a swamp, though, just the last night's rain has loosened the soil. If you're in such a spot, better move to somewhere solid. Thing is, soft and loose ground might start creeping out from under you at any point. This movement isn't as dangerous as when you're in a swamp, but the pegs of your tent might come loose too, and you'll end up buried underneath a pile of rugs that used to be your tent. And if you decided to set up your camp in a cozy-looking valley, and the rain starts falling when you're already there, well, prepare for a nice floating trip. All the water will naturally go down and into your shelter, eventually finding its way under your tent. No wonder you'll find yourself knee-deep in rainwater when you wake up. Oh, what a great spot for taking a bit of rest after a long walk. It's on a hilltop, so there's no water nearby, the sun shining, and not a single tree to block it out. Sunbathing here has got to be fabulous. Well, it seems this way for the first few hours. But when you stay here long enough, you'll see the error of your decision. Direct sunlight on your tent can make it hot in a matter of hours due to the materials it's made of. And you'll feel it on your skin as soon as you crawl inside. Let's just say you won't want to stay in there for long until it's night and the tents cooled down at least. Same thing with the wind. In an open spot, gusts can reach crazy speeds, and if you haven't been careful while hammering down the pegs, you might say goodbye to your tent sooner than you'd like. It's best to find a spot near a tree that would protect you, both from the sun and the wind. Still, don't get tempted to camp near a lone tree when the weather forecast isn't in your favor. Both sunny and rainy weather are okay, but if there's a serious storm coming, a single standing tree will serve as a lightning rod. It's not hard to imagine what may come if lightning strikes a tree you're camping under. Hey, you might get a charge out of it! When winter camping, the weather can be even more treacherous. Remember what I said about direct sunlight? Forget it. In winter, it's best to have the sun shining on your tent. The cold might get to you no matter how cool and expensive your tent is, and the winds are generally much more vicious in the cold season. Direct sunlight will help you cope with much of the cold. One of the more common mistakes hikers make is starting a campfire too close to the tent. Again, The material of the tent conducts heat very well, and it's a good thing when it's warm. But it also catches on fire easily. Sometimes, one spark is enough to burn your shelter to cinders. Make sure there's enough room between your tent and the campfire, and never leave your fire unsupervised. When you go to sleep, it's a rule to extinguish the fire so that you don't wake up to a blazing inferno around you. Insects can ruin even the most exciting hike, Mosquitoes, ants, ticks, and other pesky bugs can find their way into your tent wherever you are, so make sure you protect yourself from them. Use skin repellents when you go outside and put an anti-insect spiral next to the entrance to your tent. Don't put it too close or inside, though. The smell is irritating, and it can also cause a fire. To avoid the best part of mosquitoes, and especially ticks, Try to stay away from lakes, ponds, and dense forests where swamps may occur. Skeeters reproduce in still water, so areas around such pools are replete with the winged pests. But they have a hard time flying when there's some wind, so choosing an open spot is your best bet to get rid of them. Don't let them bug you! This spiky tree knows how to shoot, so you better stay away from it. It's called a sandbox tree, and you can find it in Amazonia. Initially, its seeds are formed in the shape of a small pumpkin. As time goes by, they harden and mature. But here comes the fun part. Just as they reach peak maturity, the seeds pop and shoot out at a speed of 150 miles per hour. They can even reach distances of 60 feet. That's what makes it so risky to be in their way during the blast process. Not to mention, the seeds are poisonous too. Sure, some trees don't grow completely upright. But a tree that's altogether bent, with its branches even touching the ground, is a sight not to be missed. Such a tree, called the El Arbol de la Sabina, grows in Spain. Its shape depends on the wind, as the tree bends in its direction. As a result, not only does it often have a weird shape, but it can also change it completely during different times of the year. This flexible tree can reach more than 26 feet in height and tends to grow in the most improbable of locations, like on rocks. Now, how about a tree that's as old as dinosaurs? Discovered in 1994, the Wallamy pine tree species can be seen in the Blue Mountains of Sydney, Australia. It dates back to over 200 million years, so it's easy to believe dinosaurs might have even roamed around it. Since these trees are endangered, and only 100 exhibits exist to this day in the wild, the scientists don't feel like disclosing their location. They want to make sure the trees are well-preserved. Also, they're important for science, as studying them may help us uncover new information on the Earth's past. The bark of the tree can teach us many different things, like different temperature periods or exposure to various chemicals. The Tree of Life gets its name because it's able to withstand difficult conditions and actually thrive. Located in the desert outskirts of Bahrain, The Prosopis cineraria has a very deep root system, which allows it to survive in the scorching heat. The scientists still can't find out how it manages to get sufficient water. It's so special that it gathers over 50,000 tourists each year. La India Dormida in Panama is a mountainous area that's shaped like the body of a sleeping girl. It's part of a bigger, mysterious region called La Val de Anton one of the largest inhabited dormant volcanoes in the world. And it has some pretty weird trees, too. Square ones. Even the rings of these trees, meaning the interior of their trunks, are the same shape, with sharp edges, sometimes even at a perfect 90-degree angle. Researchers have tried to piece together why these trees grow in this particular shape. They even tried taking samples of some of the trees and planting them elsewhere to see if they retain that shape. It wasn't the case, so it's clear that the odd shape of the trees has something to do with the valley itself. Some people believe that a local farmer might have originally planted the trees in boxes, forcing the trees to grow like that, to reduce lumber waste, since round trees often end up being cut in sharp angled pieces. One of the oldest and biggest trees in the world is found in the Sequoia National Park of the United States. It's called General Sherman, and stretches at 275 feet. It's almost as big as the Statue of Liberty. Its circumference is equally as impressive, as near the ground, it is around 102 feet around. As for its age, we can only guess it to be between 2,300 and 2,700 years. That's an old tree. There are a lot of beautiful species of trees out there, but none as striking as the rainbow eucalyptus found in the Philippines. It almost looks hand-painted because of its multicolored layers of bark. This tree also shades its layers irregularly, which means it shows a lot of colors at once, from green to blue, then purple to orange, and then finally reaching brown. It's not used for decorating purposes, but rather for paper manufacturing. Located in Namibia, is a tree that's also weird in shape and pretty dangerous, the bottle tree. Okay, in terms of shape, it's pretty self-explanatory, with a round trunk that narrows down toward the top. But the milky sap harvested from the tree is extremely poisonous. Legend has it that local hunters used to dip their arrows in it for added efficiency. It does look really beautiful during bloom season, with flowers that grow in pink and white with a red center. Now, to see a crooked tree every now and then isn't so special. But to see a whole forest of them, you'd have to travel to the Polish town of Grafino. Near it, there is a forest made out of 400 oddly shaped trees. They've been curved with mechanical intervention. They didn't just grow like that, but their purpose remains a mystery to this day. Some have said it's because the wood from the trees was intended for furniture, or even for the construction of boats. But either way, the forest was eventually abandoned. A silk cotton tree has taken over the ancient Ta Prohm temples of Cambodia, creating a spectacular view. The massive branches of the silk cotton trees were free to grow over the structures for ages, going back as far as the 12th century. The temples have been restored and are accessible to tourists. The dragon's blood tree grows in the Canary Islands of Northwest Africa. Locals used to say that once a dragon passes away, it transforms into a tree. Standing at an impressive 50 feet in length, the tree is named like that due to its red sap, which can be harvested from the bark. The red substance to this day is used for dyes and in medicine. One of the biggest, oldest, and most impressive trees in the world is the Sunland baobab tree. It's 72 feet high and has a circumference of 155 feet. It's located in South Africa. What makes it even more spectacular is the fact that it is naturally hollow inside. So, a small lounge was set up inside the tree back in 1933. It initially could support up to 20 individuals, but it can now host up to 60 people. Not to mention, the tree dates back over 6,000 years. The silver birch tree spread across Scandinavia and northeast Europe and found a way to reflect light. Its bark became lighter in color, and during the colder season, when its branches also freeze over, the site is something of a natural winter wonderland. It also developed a partnership with a fungus that connects to its roots and fans out under the forest, gathering up nutrients that trees can't reach. For these services, the tree gives the fungus sugars in return. The birch's companion is dangerous and shouldn't be consumed by people. It's easy to recognize with the classical scarlet-topped red-sprinkled mushroom head. A natural festival not to be missed is Japan's cherry blossom season. The pinkish-white blossom is deeply rooted in Japanese culture, going hand-in-hand with a local saying called mano no arare. Was I even close on that? Which relatively translates to the fact that everything is temporary, regardless of how perfect or beautiful it is. Should you ever visit Japan, you'll quickly see that the cherry blossom symbol is everywhere, from company logos to even clothing or household items. Yosemite National Park in California once had an amazing tree structure that was turned into a tunnel. It was a coast redwood tree, stretching 227 feet tall. It was nicknamed Wawona, the Native American word for the hoot of an owl. The tree fell in 1969 because of a heavy snow, but it survived as an ecosystem for animals, plants, and insects. It's now called the Fallen Tunnel Tree. One tree species known as Farkapazwimavet, well, you read it, is the rarest plant on Earth. The Guinness World Record Book recorded one single tree of its kind off the coast of New Zealand. It wasn't always that lonely, but humans brought goats to the island, which nipped at every other member of its family. Ow! Luckily, scientists are looking at ways to plant new specimens. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side!